Hi, everybody. Yes, welcome. This is Food Addict. My name's Anthony Quinn, absolutely. And I have this young man here, Basim Tanuzi. It took me so long to learn how to say that name, but now I just say it all the time. <laughs> What's going on, everyone? What's up, dude? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm, you know, I'm hanging out. I had somebody cancel on me. So I, you know, I happened to be hanging out with Basim the other night. And I asked him if he wanted to be on my podcast, and uh, he seemed into it. So I figured I would check with him, and here we are. We're on the here journey. We We're on the journey, buddy. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Let's get into it. I was actually um, I was going to have you on conspiracy, but I needed mm -hmm. um, I needed somebody for food addict today. And okay. you, you have, quite frankly, you have a couple qualifications. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Was it right. the high blood pressure or was it the, the apparent <laughs> obesity? All right, we're going to get to all your fucking problems, okay? Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I just want to say real quick, Basim Tanuzi is a um, local comedian. What are you based out of New Jersey? Yeah. He's based out of New Jersey. Um, I see him at, uh, you know, I see him at a lot of open mics and stuff. He's You've been around for a couple years now, right? How long you been back to comedy? Uh, it's like what, like... Did you count COVID almost like two years? Yeah, I was going to say, it's been a couple years now. And let me mm. tell you, this dude, um, he was always funny. He was always funny, but now he really gained the, state, he gained the stage presence, and he's able to actually go even deeper with his jokes. And uh, it was impressive. I saw you the other night. Thank you. I appreciate that. Not a problem. Not a problem. So, and of course, you know Anthony Quinn's a killer. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Right. Everyone. <laughs> I'll never be on forensic files, though, buddy. I promise you that. Um. All right. So, so Basim is, you know, he joins me in the ranks of people that um are a little husky. There we go. That sounds good, right? Uh, I recently found out I'm in a I'm in the portly classification. <laughs> Yeah, well, I had to get a suit for my uh, for a job interview, and when I was checking out, like on the chip reader, it said blazer poorly. I'm like, ah, fuck! I didn't oh my realize God. it changed my classes. Wait, I'm sorry. What was the last part? I said I, I didn't realize I changed weight classes that quickly. <laughs> That's fucked up, dude. Portly? Did you buy that? You bought the suit? Yeah, I had to. I needed a job. Oh, you needed a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's fucked up, though. I would have been like, dude, you got to give me 20% off, you fucking skinny <laughs> motherfucker. What can you call him? Bony. <laughs> hey, Bony. <laughs> All right. So, so, yeah, I mean, you know, does your weight go up and down? Has it been going up? Have you been heavy your whole life? Uh, I've been pretty much I've been heavy my whole life, but... uh like, I was pretty active as a kid. Like, I did a lot of sports, so like, it was like a manageable fatness. Okay. But after after high school, when I was done with sports, it really it really spiked. And how old are you again? I'm 28. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought you were a little younger, but right around. Yeah, because, no, when I met you, I thought you were about 25, and that was a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. Okay, and yeah. I'm not the guy at the fair that guesses people's ages and weights, okay? Let's get that mm -hmm. clear. <laughs> All right, so... All right, so so in school, what would you? What were you an offensive lineman or something? Oh yeah, offensive lineman, heavyweight for the wrestling team, shot putter. All right, so so you kind of worked it, right? You yeah. did some things that you enjoyed, and you know it helped mm -hmm. you fit in a little more. So that's yeah, yeah. pretty cool. Okay, so what I usually ask people is, um, you know, people that were heavy their whole life. Um, did you get called names in school when you were a kid, or no? Uh, in school, at home, you name it. Okay, so yeah. All right. Well, I want to. I want to go back to like when you were a kid. Um, yeah. You, you know, and I. If you really don't want to go into this, we won't. But a lot of times, yeah, no, let's do it. People have been through this, and I share. After this, I'll tell you the name I was called, and you're gonna fucking love it because you're a mean sob. <laughs> 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 all right. So, so go ahead. All right. So, what was what was um, some of the names you were called? Uh, well, like an original one. What was like actually? What was the most original name you were okay. called? Okay, 
the most original name I ever got was from, I was a sophomore. It was from my offensive line coach. And <laughs> out of nowhere, like, I fucked up a drill. And he's like, hey, tuna boat. It's like, get back in line and redo it. And that name stuck. Like, Oh, my God. Everybody called you tuna? Tuna. What? Yeah, tuna. Tuna, oh. tuna boat. That's not that bad, though. I mean, football no, coach, football coaches are known to do that kind of shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, they actually called me. I just remembered this. They called me in school uh, cheeseburger, like in middle school. Um, and to tell you the truth, I had just moved up here from Queens, and mm-hmm. it kind of helped me because everybody knew who I was. And I was on the football team, and then when I got to high school, I was like, no, 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 don't. Cut it with the cheeseburger stuff. <laughs> but what? Well, that's what it was. Somebody, some, some jerk on my baseball team was like, "Hey, mm-hmm. hey, cheeseburger, pick up that bat." And then it got to my football coach. And once it got to my football, you know, football coaches yeah. with nicknames, forget about. Oh, they'll they'll run with it till you die. Yeah, because they're trying to motivate you, and they're trying to motivate mm-hmm. everybody around you. So honestly, Tuna, I mean, I mean, to see, <laughs> I don't really think that's that bad because it was your football coach. So people were saying it in love, kind of, right? Or, or yeah. what? Yeah, it was like more of like a. I don't think anyone like the like the most like the most like mean name. I, it was just like always like fat ass or stuff like that. But that just kind of like rolls off your back after a while. Like, yeah, yeah, okay, you fucking hack, we get it. Like, do you have any other, like... <laughs> yeah. So did you get a lot of that? Like, because, well, I, mean, you know, this is why I mentioned this. Because nobody yeah. gets out unscathed. You know, I mean, there's always something when you're a kid um, where, you know, you got to you gotta, you gotta have confrontations with people. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a pretty friendly guy, so I would, I would usually make friends with the important people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, <clears throat> and then... Nobody would really mess with me. Not that I was trying to do that. It's just how things always worked out. Um, so, all right. So, would you, like, did you get bullied or it was just, like, a passing here and there? Like, some kid was probably getting called some name and they looked at you and called you fat ass. Was it really like that? Uh, in, like, kindergarten to, like, second grade, it was more like bullying. But then I started getting bigger than everyone else. And that shit kind of stopped. And then it was more like, it was more like, hey, it's, like, hey, tuna, yeah. big guy. All right, that's cool. That's that's all right. You know, it's, uh, dude, you want to go find those people from kindergarten? <laughs> <laughs> the thought has crossed my mind several occasions. Really? Wow. No. So it was that bad in kindergarten and second grade? I mean, no, I'm just extremely petty. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, because I remember seventh, uh, second grade pretty well. I, re- I remember a decent amount of stuff. I remember one time my teacher yelled at me and said, because I, ca- I called the lunch lady grandma. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just kidding. I think I had seen it on TV or something. Mm-hmm. And everybody laughed. And... I guess she was upset about it. And I didn't want to make her upset, so I apologized to her the next day. But the teacher was like, did you call the lunch lady grandma? And I was like, uh, I guess. <laughs> and she was like, go up. Because like, we, we would go out for recess. This is in Queen yeah. St. Mary's. And she goes, get up there and get in my office and you sit and wait till we come back. And she was really mad. So what I did was, I walked home. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm Audi 5000. And um, I got, because I was with, you know, Queens, everyone was walking distance from the school. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and the, my babysitter, well, the woman that used to watch me when I got home from school till my mom got home, she was like, what happened? And I was like, uh, I don't even remember what I told her. But the next day... My teacher was mad. She was like, why the hell would you do that? Why would you do that? Because if something would have happened to me, mm-hmm. she would have been in big trouble. I, like, mm-hmm. I realized that later on in life. I was like, why was she so mad? And then I thought, like, 
If something would have happened to me on the way home, it would have been her responsibility. Yeah, I mean, that's what happens with that kind of shit. Like, uh, this one time when I was a kid, uh, we were, me and my brother, uh, we were with one of my friends and their parents. Okay. And they took us to, uh, they took us to, uh, I I think it was Mountain Creek. Yeah, it was Mountain Creek. And my brother didn't tell anyone, like, that he needed to go to the bathroom. Goes oh. to the bathroom by him. Yeah, goes to the bathroom by himself. There's entrances on both sides of the bathroom, so you don't know, like, like where they're going to come out of. And he's, like, not... He's gone for, like, 20 minutes. Oh, no. My friend's mom's, like, starting to freak out. Runs into the man, the men's bathroom. <laughs> Starts kicking open the doors. <laughs> the doors and to the stalls? And the, the doors to the stalls? Yeah. <laughs> and my brother's nowhere to be found. She gets out. She's like beside herself like, oh my God, your mother's going to kill me. And then he's just in like the wave pool. Like in like the shallow section. Oh, okay. You're, the first thing she thought was your mother's going to kill me. Who was that lady? Yeah. <laughs> Who was that lady? <laughs> it was uh, one of my friend's mother's. Oh my God! Your friend probably has it bad. <laughs> <laughs> your, your mother's gonna kill me. You, hey, I lost your son. <laughs> I don't be mad at me now. <laughs> I looked for him. <laughs> I looked for him for like five minutes. Okay. <laughs> People are out of their minds, buddy. Yeah, dude. All right, so. Okay, so what I wanted to ask you too. Now, um, have you always had you? You were born with the name Basim Tanuzi, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, um, how did that work for you? Did people make fun of your name? Have you been? Because you you said you shared the other day. I've never heard you say, but you shared the other day that you were Muslim, and yeah. um, I assumed because of your name. But I wasn't one hundred percent sure. So, did people know you were Muslim? Did they pick on you for it? Uh, no one really picked on me for it because it was kind of like a, a point of contention, uh, around when I, like when I was young, like I was in third grade when nine eleven happened. Oh shit. So I didn't, yeah, I didn't really bring it up until like later on, like when I started fasting during school and people are like, well, why are you doing that? I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm Muslim. And like, and, so and no one was like really like shitty about it. Well, the thing is, the truth movement came out, so they were like, <laughs> they were like, it's the American government. It wasn't you guys. <laughs> you guys are cool. It's those pigs in office. <laughs> no, but the the my name definitely like it, it always gave people trouble. It's a if it was just like if it was like Basim Johnson, I think people would have been a little like like more comfortable. Well, then it, the sound, is, it sounds kind of like an African name then, right? <laughs> if it's, well, not an African name, but it sounds like, you know, it's, no, it sounds like you could be an African American or you could be black. What, you know, I don't know the politically correct terms for everybody these days. I know I'm a little round man, but you know, I mean, if you were Basim Johnson, you, like mm-hmm. you said, it wouldn't, it wouldn't strike you as, as Muslim unless you said it. Yeah. So, uh, so you said people focused on it a lot? Uh, not that they focused on it, is that they got tripped up by a lot. Like, any time there was a substitute teacher, it was always like, like, I knew when it, like, my name was about to get called. Because <laughs> there was always that, like, 15 second pause. And then always the apology, like, I'm sorry, I'm gonna mess this up. Or it's like, alright, I'm like, I'm like, I'm here. Like, I didn't even, like, give him the chance. I'm here. BT in the house! <laughs> um, I, honestly, I remember when you first came around, they were reading your name. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. That dude probably had a hard time in school. I actually thought that. <laughs> Some stupid... Had, uh, Go ahead. I had one buddy on uh, my wrestling team. He's one of my favorite people. He's the biggest ball buster I, I know. As soon as he met me, he's like, what's your name? I'm like, Basim. He's like, no, your name is Basimin. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I mean, kids say stupid stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I know. I, I thought it was hysterical. I'm like, God damn it. I'm like, that's. I've never heard that before. That's the most clever like use of my name 
Yeah. I've ever heard. Yeah. Okay, so I know you're dying to hear what I was called, okay? Because <laughs> this is going to make your fucking day, all right? Now, actually, on one time at a party, I've shared this several times on the podcast. One time at a party, two Irish bully brothers um, mm-hmm. called me Quinnipig. Okay, are you happy now? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I knew you would fucking love that, okay? I just oh made your God. day. All right, you can go party and eat your pizza now or whatever. <laughs> Why is it that... I don't understand how kids have... like They have all that energy to do anything, but they spend most of it being shitty to each other. Uh, You know, I really... I, I didn't get bullied too much. I was like, you know, I was always kind of not one of the smaller kids. Um, mm-hmm. But I was always kind of in the middle. Um, yeah. But I always knew who not to mess with and who to mess with. Um, you know, uh, mm-hmm. but, you know, those guys, those guys, they were just like, they were just like want dudes that wanted to hang with older kids. So we were just yeah. silly to them and stuff. <laughs> um, but, you know, on, obviously when you're fat, or when you're overweight, um, you know, when somebody, you know, when you have a beef with someone, they're like, whatever, fat fuck. You know, yeah. it's, that's their go-to. It's the easiest go-to. Again, it's like, hey, you fucking hack. Like, that's all you got? <laughs> you should call me like a hippopotamus ass or something. <laughs> like, just something creative. Like, just, like, do the word. Like, like open a notebook. Write some shit down. God. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I'm trying to think, like, yeah, I never really got, but some people got it pretty bad, and to tell you the truth, um, sometimes I think about that, and I think that maybe I could have helped some people more, Um, but those, the the people that that happened to, they're probably very successful in life. (laughs) They're probably, go ahead. I don't know about you, Quinn, but any fat person I know, has a really good sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, we're jolly, dude. We're jolly, okay? Jesus. Stop going with the fucking stereotypes, man. But seem. Jesus. If they're true, they're true. <laughs> if they're true, they're true. Yeah, man, we're jolly, dude. <laughs> you know, honestly, that's a way of, um, that's bigotry. That's bigotry. Um, because what they're saying is is that we're not smart enough to realize we're so fat. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really what's behind that. Um, it's a way of looking down on people that are overweight. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like saying somebody has a small man's complex. Um, yeah. If you're short, if you're like under, I would say under like 5'5 five, five or under. Yeah. Um, you know, then... Uh, you know, everyone, the minute anything happens, they'll be like, oh, he's got short man's plot complex. Oh, he's, he's a Napoleonic. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm not saying I haven't said that. But, um, you know, I don't think anybody's perfect. And once you start trying to think you're perfect, once somebody starts saying how great they are and how perfect they are, that's the dude you got to stay away from. <laughs> yeah. That's the dude that's like Jim Jones. He's so yeah. perfect, he's, he's going <laughs> to... Those guys have ideas, so you need to stay far fucking away from them. <laughs> you know, like, if somebody's telling you how great they are, just generally, you got to question it. Mm-hmm. You know, what What I look for in life, you know, what, the people I want to surround myself with are people that are humble and mm-hmm. friendly and have empathy um, and... That's kind of hard to find with comedians. <laughs> yeah, we're all such pieces of shit. It's... Uh, you know, you're not a piece of shit, though. I mean, it's just... I hate generalizations, but <clears throat> what I deal with with a lot of... <clears throat> excuse me. What I deal with with a lot of comedians is a generation gap. You know, and that hurt... I, I've been back about four years now. And that's mm-hmm. that's what hurt me when I first came back. I was trying mm-hmm. to establish myself. And um, I just had some beefs with people, and they were younger than me. They just didn't see eye to eye with me about certain things. And now um, I've established myself to some extent, and I don't have to worry about what anybody thinks of me or if they see eye to eye to me or eye to eye with me. I gotcha. Yeah. I mean, you know, so you're a young guy. You're coming in. Like, people kind of root for you. I'm some, you know, older guy that's coming back, and people are like, some people treat me like I'm in the way, Basim, okay? 
Uh, but honestly, man, I mean, if I'm doing comedy or anybody's doing anything so people will like them, so their coworkers will like them, then, dude, that's a slippery slope, you know. Uh, I, I I did comedy because it's something that, like, I wanted to do more than anything. I've never done it, like, for anyone other than myself. I, I, like, I don't know about you when you first started. Did you ever make the mistake of telling a coworker that you did comedy? Um, what I do, I don't tell people. I do, If they ask me, I won't lie to them. Mm-hmm. I'll just like downplay it and be like, yeah, I do a little bit of, I help some, you know, I do a little comedy here and there. And then they'll be like, stand up, you do stand up. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yep. uh, yeah, you know, I just go to some open mics and stuff. You know, so I have a couple podcasts. <laughs> They're like, you have podcasts? I'm like, yeah, here's a card. Wait till I leave before you throw it away. And they're like, ah, ha, ha, that's funny. So um, another way, right, is... um. So what I want to talk to you about is covert bigotry, even from okay. people that you care about, right? Like they'll say little things to you. You're kind of still a young guy, but do people come up yeah. to you and say, dude, I'm worried about your health? Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. Like uh, like my grandmother is the, the worst with that. Like uh, anytime we would visit her, she would have this whole spread of food, just like everything like handmade, fresh. And then after you eat, she's like, you're getting fat. It's like, you just fed me. Yeah, but all grandmothers grandmothers are like that. Your grandmother gets a pass. Your grandmother gets a pass. Anybody else? It it always comes from like a good place, though. It's not like (laughs) they're not doing it just to like, like say you're fat. Like, no, like I, like I care about you. Like, I want you to like be healthier, which I honestly, I appreciate that. And you can always tell by like the intent of like what someone means. Well, you know, I could, yeah, absolutely. I mean, your grandmother gets a pass, but um, I notice, like, I start to get, hey, big guy, and I call everybody big guy. I call every single person big guy because everybody calls me that. (laughs) That's my little way to get, you know, to even it out. Um, But uh, I could notice I get, hey, big guy, if I wear some stuff, people will comment about it. Um, you know, here and there, just little covert things, even by people that care about you. And, um, and it's very strange sometimes. It can be strange. And you know me, I don't mince words. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but what I'm learning now, Basim, is to just, you know, try to prioritize your rage. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you got to only bring it out when you're getting paid for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I, you know, it's... Oh, so what I was going to say is, have you ever been in a situation where you were telling people you were going to eat better or you were going on a diet? Yeah, I've definitely a number of times. And I've always found out, like, if you say it, most of the times it won't happen. It's one of those things, if you're going to make a change... You just gotta do it and not tell anyone. Absolutely. If they notice it, then like, go ahead. Yeah, like uh, I did. Uh, like when you first met me, I, I decided to do was it the keto diet. Yeah. I was doing well on it. I dropped like twenty pounds cool. doing it. But then, like once COVID came, I like fell off and started doing started eating chicken nuggets like I was doing crack. <laughs> like was, but how tall are you, Basim? I'm like 6'2". Are you? Yeah. Oh, so are you that tall? So, dude, I mean, you have a different type of thing. You have like the, you're like a big guy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so honestly, like most people don't really look at you as fat, fat. They just mm-hmm. look at you as big. Yeah. Right? I mean, and on, like if you lose like 20 or 30 pounds that would even help that because you got you know big you got uh broad shoulders and stuff so Mm -hmm. all right dude i can't feel sorry for you if you're six two i'm sorry buddy (laughs) (laughs) you shouldn't i'm just kidding but i i i thought you were one of my people man i'm starting to think not (laughs) but you know you said it dude you said it um you know, I used to deal with this with cigarettes, right? 
I used to I used to be a counselor, drug counselor, and yeah. I used to work with a bunch of people that smoked and uh, at another job. And what I always told people, this is how I quit smoking. I just didn't tell anybody about it because back then a lot of people smoked, you know. Mm-hmm. So if you were talking to somebody about it, there was a decent, there was a decent, you know, uh, it, they probably smoked. You know, there was a decent chance that they smoked. So, I haven't eaten yet today, so don't expect much from me. <laughs> um, so, but when you would talk to them, especially while they're smoking, or I would try to stay away from people smoking, but even if they weren't smoking, they would be like, 10 days? You went 10 days without a cigarette? Mm-hmm. And you're like, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like... I could never do that. Oh my God, you just quit. Oh, and so what they're doing is they're, most of the time, they're not meaning it, that to be an idiot. (laughs) But what they're doing is they're kind of giving you a subliminal suggestion. You know, like you start thinking, you're having a bad day and you remember what, um, you know, Mary Jane, whatever her name is, (laughs) um, said, and then you start thinking it. Like, yeah, I do deserve a cigarette. You're not thinking about the last 11 days, all the work that you did and how hard it was. You're just thinking they're doing it, so I'm going to do it. So what I always do is I wait until people notice. And then I'm like, yeah, I haven't had one in a while, but maybe I'll have one later. I'm not sure. And then all of a sudden they become a fan. They're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't do it. And then they shut up about it. And the same thing with the diet. Um, you know, the like you, you said it perfect, dude. You fucking said it perfect. If I start, if I start doing too much talking, then I'm not going to be walking. Yeah. You know, um, so I think it's better to walk before you talk. That's actually exactly. that's actually a pretty that's a pretty good catchphrase there, Basim. I think we got something done here. All right, <laughs> all right, we'll clap that out a little. Um, yeah, because uh, P- oh, are you you're not a vegetarian? Are you a vegetarian? No, no. Okay, all right. Um, I'm not, uh, but I wanna be. I'm a wanna be vegetarian, Basim. <laughs> I'm a poser, dude. I'm a poser. That's the only way I'm a poser. Okay. Um, because, you know, really that's what our, our body wants, Basim. And mm-hmm. you start, you know, you're a young guy. You start to get up to like 45-ish where I am. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Let me have the 45-ish. Okay, Basim. Um, uh, you start thinking, man, like, how do I want to live? Like, I ate this pizza last night, right? Yeah. I didn't go to the mic. Were you at Carl's last night? Uh, No. I didn't go to Carl's last night, the Mike in Elmwood. I just said, you know, I've been seeing the same people a lot. I need a night off. Mm. And now I'm going to have like, I'm going to have like three or four days off. So that's okay. Um, so I got this pizza. I found this new place in my area, Lane's Deli. And I had mm-hmm. them make me a sausage, a sausage, pepper, and onions pizza. And their pizza is so fucking good that right now telling you about it makes me want to go get one later. And I have a lot of stuff to do tonight. I'm on an important podcast in New York City tomorrow night. I got booked on this podcast. It's gonna be very important that I do well. So I have oh, to, yeah, dude. I have to cut my hair. I have to, you know, not that bad. Just trim up, make sure I'm gonna be looking okay. Cause I'm for this we're not on camera. You know, I can, you know, just let my ball swing in the air like I am right now. <laughs> it's hot out, dude. It's piping. And being fat, that's like a best sentence, being on the heat. So, okay, so that's another way, right? Like people discriminate. Well, you know, again, you're a big guy. So, you know, people might want you to help them move. Did anyone ask you to help them move? Uh... I think recently. Uh, a lot of times they don't ask no. the fat guys. <laughs> nah, they, no one's asked me to move uh, recently. All right, My dude. brother just moved out, and like, hey, he didn't have that much shit to move anyway. Okay. But like, he, he didn't ask. 
All right, dude. Well, I just want to let you know right now. When and if I move out of here, I'm asking you to help, okay? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm not going to be a bigot, dude. <laughs> I mean, I just hope you're okay with pit sweat on all your cardboard boxes. Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay, all right. Well, we'll get you a potato sack to wear, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. So, you know, I've heard everything. I've heard it. Um, and people are, like, condescending. They're like, oh, you lost weight. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I lost like 15 pounds. Because recently I lost about 15 pounds. But oh, what I'm... for you, man. No. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I've been doing, uh, I've been doing this intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I cannot say the word, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and, um, so... My goal is every day to wait 16 and a half hours to eat. So right now, I'm going on about 16. So in about, you know, 45 minutes, I can eat. So what the problem is, is that you won't gain weight doing this. You really won't. I I think I've gained a little because I've been eating really bad. And and like eating some sweet stuff. But like when I was not doing that, if I could do what I'm doing now and eat all vegetables and fruits, I'll lose like, I'll lose so much weight so quick. And I don't want to lose it quick, but I'm saying I will definitely lose weight. Because when you wait, all the food leaves your body. You know, like if you eat a yeah. bunch of bad food and then you get up and you eat a big breakfast, all that food is sitting in there, right? And I start eat, I eat beans sometimes. I eat like a can of beans. Mm-hmm. But what happens is I'll eat a can of beans for for a month month straight every day. Sometimes in the on the weekends I take off, but say during the week every day for a month I'll eat a can of beans. But you know what happens, Basim? Yeah. I get tired of the beans. Yeah, and it's great for me. It's great for me. It's probably the only reason why I'm still alive. <laughs> and so I get extreme. And then I wind up dreaming about pizza and ready to run away, go on a cruise with pizza. <laughs> go have some little pizza babies. <laughs> um, so. You're not lying, though, about, like, food fatigue. Like, like especially if you're trying to put yourself on, like, a healthier, like, diet and, like, a workout regimen. It's, it's so hard when you're when you're like very heavy to stay motivated when it's like the same like stuff every night it's like okay grilled chicken and like salad with no dressing it's like, all right the first night i could do this but then once you're like 15 days in you're like god damn like i i don't know if i could keep doing the same thing over and over and over again well usually like that, yeah usually it's like a five day to seven day hump for me if yeah. i get over that i'm usually pretty good but what i've been doing this time uh, what I did last time when I lost the weight, um, when I was eating pretty good, mm-hmm. instead of like order a, a, a cheesesteak, I would just order a Caesar salad. Mm-hmm. And I would tell them to put, you know, put the dressing on the side. Yeah. And sometimes it would have cheese on it and I would eat it. I would eat it with a little dressing and sometimes I would eat it with all the dressing. But it was better than what I was eating so I lost weight. Yeah. Now, if you stop eating salt... If I stop eating yeah, salt, a big one. I'll lose 20 pounds in fucking two weeks. I swear to God. I'll lose at least 10 pounds. At least I would lose in two weeks if you stop eating salt because you lose the water weight. Now, I've yeah. had people say, don't lose your water weight. You know, you got to keep that on. And I'm like, you know, <laughs> are Why? you? Are Who you, says that? Well, they say it can be unhealthy to lose the water weight. And I'm like, I, I don't... I. Pete, that's what I, this is what's up, Basim. If you found gold bars on your mm-hmm. property, like you struck gold on your property, there would be some idiot that said, aren't you, doesn't, aren't you uh, tired of mining that gold? <laughs> don't, don't your hands hurt from all that gold? You know, they would like find something to say to you. Ridiculous. And it, that doesn't even make sense, though. Like, you don't want to lose the... You put on water weight every time you 
just drink water anytime you eat like leafy greens there's water in like most things you eat like you're gonna put it back on like that's the first like stuff you have to lose to start burning the fat it makes no sense yeah absolutely and and you know and okay so have you had this have you ever lost like a a, a decent amount of weight have you because i've lost mm-hmm. several times i've lost over 40 50 pounds so go yeah on. so have you done that yeah okay i dropped like uh, 40 pounds one summer and were you were you thinnish Wait, what were you thin i call it being thin ish <laughs> uh no i was still like, i was still pretty like uh, pretty packed in the stomach okay all right <laughs> that's a nice way to put it um all right so did people notice yeah for sure like, okay. it, it was a, like it was a big change Okay, so that's what I meant. So, so it was a change. When I say thinnish, I mean you felt a little lighter. You felt better. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I talk about this sometimes with people because I've lost weight several times, and the idiotic things we were just talking about idiotic things people say to you when mm-hmm. you lose weight. People say some really stupid stuff. Have you found that or no? Uh. Give me an example to start like, jogging like my mind. Like, I think I know I've what had, you mean. I've had people come up and be like, "You lost weight. You're not sick, are you?" <laughs> or, oh, or, no. um, or like if you're on a diet, they're like, "How could you eat that?" Similar to the the, the similar mm-hmm. to the um the smokers. And I was vegan for a while, and I will I mm-hmm. will be vegan again soon. Um, hopefully, knock wood. And people, now it's way more accepted, but when I was a vegan like 15, 16 years ago, people were like, maybe even 20, it was a long time ago, people were like, I mean, there was a decent amount of people that were vegans here and there, but I would go to restaurants and and people would watch me to see what I was going to (laughs) order. And it's crazy how much people are up in your business about your food have you found that or no uh sometimes with certain people if it's people i care about you like i'm and if they ask it's out of like concern like uh like are you sure you should be eating that much it's like all right but when it's like someone you barely know and they're like and they give you a similar comment like, you know what go fuck yourself it's like i'm gonna eat both of these cheeseburgers and then wash it down with a shake <laughs> Get out of here. And I might eat your cheeseburger too, bitch. That's what I would have said. <laughs> um, well, what I found is people that care about you, they just say, hey, man, good job. And then they carry on with the conversation. They don't focus on it. But it's like the people that are miserable with their own life. I've had people, I've been hanging out and I've had people mention it to me three times in one night. Mm-hmm. I, I've been in the post office and I've had people that I hardly, like, you know, acquaintances. I wouldn't say I hardly knew them, but they were acquaintances. They weren't people I've had for parties or would have over my house for dinner or anything like that. They were like, oh my God. I mean, the one lady in the post, I mean, you were really big. You were really big. She's saying this in the post office. And she's like, mm-hmm. you're, you're not sick, are you? I've had I've had that quite, uh, I wouldn't say quite a few times, but a few times where people were like, you're not sick, are you? Okay, good. <laughs> and it's just also like the shittiness of doing that in public and making like a big deal out of it. Yeah. Like, it's like, that, it, like everyone, everyone around, this guy used to be really fat. <laughs> now he's not, but trust me, he was like, whoa, he looked like a blimp. It's like, fuck you, lady. And I, I was in my 20s, too, so I was, you know, now I would, <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> I would be like, hold on, let me record this real quick. <laughs> um, but, you know, in my 20s, I was like, you know, it was a time when I was very vulnerable, a lot of bad stuff happened to me. Yeah. And for, for somebody to say that, you know, it was just, it was very mean and very insensitive. And I think, you know... <coughs> I think somebody like that knows. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, maybe it's it's they don't really know, but I, I don't buy that. Um, when people act out and act inappropriately, I think there's a part of them that knows. They're trying to do something because I know when I do it, I, it that's the case. Mm-hmm. You know, when I act out, it's because somebody pissed me off or I'm upset about something. Yeah. But I never do that kind of shit. Um, I always encourage people. 
when I see people online that quit drinking and quit smoking weed, um, yeah. if I do those things or not, I still say, what a fucking accomplishment. Somebody quit drinking yeah. for a year, I said, congratulations on what a great accomplishment, you know, continue or whatever I say. I don't get too crazy, yeah. but I just try to let them know that's a good, that's an accomplishment, man. Yeah, it, it's, it's rare, it's very hard to quit a vice. And like food is a vice. So like anytime I see like someone who used to be fat and then they do like one of those before and after pictures i'm always like great fucking job man like like very proud of you because like it's hard anything that's like addictive it's hard to like kick i've shared this before dude when i lose weight i start looking in mirrors all the time (laughs) (laughs) dude i'll use your sunglasses to look at my ass (laughs) i'm like am i I gaining it back Wow, I really am thin. It's like, dude, you know. And that, Basim, is the easiest way to gain it back. Mm-hmm. To be vain about it. And yeah. that's that's what I'm trying not to do this time. I guess as you're older, <laughs> it helps that you're you're turning old and nobody really cares about you sexually. <laughs> I'm like a fucking shrub. I'm like a little round shrub. <laughs> people are like what are you talking about Quinn do you just have a kid You're yeah no no, no no my girl loves me I love her but I'm saying like you know um, no but it's easier for me to be humble about certain things I'm uh-huh. saying um so oh man my baby's huge dude he's like 50 pounds he's out of his mind he's so cute so yeah but you know getting back to what we're talking about here is uh just people are miserable, dude, and misery loves mm-hmm. company. All right, so listen, uh, I'm going to ask you a few questions now, and then sure. we're going to wrap up. All right, so get off all this serious stuff, okay? Boo-hoo, sure. Basim. You're 6'2", you fucker. <laughs> I should have asked you how tall you were before we started. You might not even be on this podcast if I knew you were 6'2". <laughs> no. Okay, all right, so so Basim Tanuzi. I'm Anthony Quinn. Mm-hmm. This is Food Addict. Um, if Okay, so... You're, you're shipwrecked on a deserted island. Just you? It's just you. All of a sudden, a genie appears. And will grant you one meal a day. You don't know. It's, only, it's the same thing every day. You can only have one of the same thing every day. And you don't know. You might get rescued. You might not. You might be there forever. What is it that you get? Oh, it's a good one. <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> Don't bust a brain vessel, okay? <laughs> uh, it would have to be like a nice medium rare steak with like a a really nice baked potato and like asparagus. Because that way like the red meat, like over time, like if I don't get rescued, at least, it will like at least stop my heart. So... <laughs> I'll die happy. I was going to say, yeah. I don't know one steak a day, though. I don't know, man. It depends, I guess, on the cot. So mm-hmm. you, you would just eat the fat. You would eat the fat hoping to just... <laughs> Hopefully I choke on it and that's what puts me out of my misery. Because <laughs> I'm alone on an island with a fucking genie. <laughs> Whoa, don't talk shit about the genie, dude. You might not uh, get your meal. He's one of mine. He's one of my kind, Quinn. I can talk shit about that. <laughs> he's fat. Well, how do you... Dude, don't be so stereotypical about no, the genie. He's Muslim. <laughs> Genies are a Muslim thing. Oh, they're Muslim. <laughs> you fuck. <laughs> they're Muslim. No, this is a this is a Christian genie, dude. I'm sorry. Christian <laughs> genie. <laughs> you gotta say you gotta say you love Jesus every time you get your meal. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right, so, so now I'm gonna die. I'm gonna go to hell. It's a Muslim thing. That's awesome. That's fun. This this routine will never be the same. Now I love it. Um, I love it. I'm glad the genie's Muslim. All right. Anyway, so so you get your steak. Oh, and then you could have you could have chewing gum, right? You don't have chewing gum, so you could use the fat from the steak as chewing gum. Yeah. yeah. You know, put some the coconuts you get. Put a little coconut in there. It could be like coconut mm-hmm. chewing gum. <laughs> I'm helping you out, dude. All right. So I appreciate it. What'd you say? I said I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You better be writing this shit down, man. <laughs> I'm going to tell the Muslim genie. 
All right. So, so all right. So the genie's still there. The, the you're taking, you're making your order. It's your first mm-hmm. day on the island. Yeah. What soft drink do you pick? If you say water, I'm gonna reach through the phone and give you a a a, a wet willy. <laughs> Normally, all I drink now is water, but my my go to is iced tea. Okay. And it doesn't even have to. It doesn't even have to be like. Like a good one, it could just be like that shitty, like ShopRite, like powder stuff that you put like five scoops, like a pitcher. Yeah, but no, it's a it's a deserted island. Actually, that stuff might be good because then it could be like candy to you too. You could like dip stuff in the powder. You know that that you know it's not a bad idea, but I don't know if he would give you a whole thing of it. So tea is good though, because then you could like drink half of it. And then put half of it in the sun the next day and have hot tea. Yeah. See? See, Basim, I'm helping you big time. All right, so... Glenn, I think I, like you're the only one that can survive this situation. Your mind works better than the rest of us. <laughs> no, dude. I mean, iced tea is a good answer. That's a good answer. Okay, I think we've had another iced tea before. Um, okay. I have people that will not... They will not... They refuse to not say water. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you can get water, water off the leaves and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. you can make contraptions to get rain. I mean, I don't know how much it rains on this particular desert island, but there's ways to get water, Basim, okay? Maybe there might be a little um, freshwater creek or something. All right? So, all right, so we got your iced tea. So now mm-hmm. you're still on the island. I'm sorry you're still there. I apologize. <laughs> It happens. So, it happens. so, one dessert. What's the one dessert? You can have one dessert. What is it? Oh, God, there's so many to choose from. <laughs> one this, dessert. This is going to be every uh, day. Every day until you either die or get rescued. <laughs> wow, that's that first part. Well, I, I'm boring. anticipating dying on this island, so I'm going big. Brownie Sundays. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, you did something there, buddy. Yeah, I did something. I gave myself diabetes. Like You did, you did something like there. What if scenario. Because the genie can't say either a brownie or a sundae. You jammed them up, dude. You got a brownie mm-hmm. sundae. You're getting a nice dessert. And then you could use yeah. the brownies and other things. You can yeah, mix- it's a Muslim genie. It's not a Jewish genie. If it was a Jewish genie, he would have all that like litigated already. <laughs> Whoa, dude! I'm not getting involved with uh, some rivalry here, okay? <laughs> I'm a little round man, dude. I don't know that much about anything. <laughs> so uh, I just know how to talk about everything. <laughs> all right, so that's good, though, because then you could get the coconut. Mm-hmm. You could get the coconut and you could mix it and you could have, you know, coconut brownies and and then you could get the ice cream. You could let it melt. It could be like a milkshake, right? Yes. Dude, that's that's a good one. That might be the best one I've had. All right, one more time. We'll clap that one out. You did pretty good. You did pretty good. I told you I'm a fat guy. <laughs> well, dude, I've had fat. I've had... Oh, fat. You almost had me say. I've had husky people on here that were kind of picky eaters, believe it or not. So you like mayonnaise and sour cream and all that stuff, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Usually the picky eater, what I've learned is the picky eater does not like mayonnaise and does not like sour cream. So that's a good start. If somebody doesn't like mayonnaise, mayonnaise there's a good chance they're a picky eater. Mm-hmm. So, And we don't like picky eaters on this show Basim. <laughs> um, all right. All right. So I have good news for you. You got rescued. Okay. Oh, thank God. Congratulations, so now dude. Now I have higher blood pressure and diabetes, Quinn. <laughs> you, you're thinking to yourself, you should have eaten better on the island, but you're mm-hmm. still okay. You're still okay. So now what's the first restaurant you go to? What's your favorite restaurant, the one you miss the most? There's this Japanese-Chinese fusion restaurant called Hanami. Where is that? That's in Westwood, New Jersey. It is fantastic. Wow, Westwood. It's probably probably awesome. Oh, my God. All right, what was the name of it again? Hanami. 
Hanami, okay. Yeah. If anyone's going to Westwood, DM Basim. And make sure you go see his comedy too. Don't just DM him for his West Westwood restaurant recommendations. <laughs> make sure you uh, ask to see his comedy a clip. Or <laughs> I'm trying to help you out here, dude. Hey, I appreciate it, man. So what do you get when you go there? Uh, I try to do something different every time. Yeah, I, I hate like always getting the same thing over and over again. So you- like. I'm a big fan of their stir fries. It's really good. Uh, their uh, their sushi's really good. So it's like a sit down where they cook in front of you. Uh, no, it's not like a hibachi style. It's oh. um, it's just like a regular like restaurant where you sit down and they bring the food to you. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the the um the hibachi thing gets a little annoying. I haven't been to a bunch of yeah. them, but I've been to you know I've been enough times. It all depends on the chef, and it depends on who you go with. Mm-hmm. You know, um, sometimes that shit can be a little dangerous. Like they make all these puffs of 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 like gas, and they like puff mm-hmm. it so it's a big flame. I wonder how many people have gotten have you know been set fi- been set fire on uh, in a Japanese restaurant. <laughs> oh, it's definitely happened. I wonder how many people caught a stray like spatula to the head. <laughs> Yeah, dude, you threw a shrimp in my hair. <laughs> that's shrimp free. <laughs> all right, so, all right, that's a good answer. Okay, so, are you a cooking man, Basim? Yes. I Whoa, all right, okay. So, all right, you're in a situation. Mm-hmm. It could be any situation. It could be for a chick, for a producer, for a friend, a family member you haven't seen in a long time, what are you putting out to what to dazzle, to wow, to, for them to say, "Oh my God, you really can cook, Basim." If it's for family, uh, I always try to do something that I know they haven't had before. Like I've been making a uh, like pad thai a lot. Oh, so, like, if it's like yeah. So like if I know like like uh, my brother's gonna visit, I'm gonna like pull out the walk and like like try not to like wow. fuck it up because it's one of those things where until you make it like at least twenty times, like there's always like room for like fucking up. So you I haven't hit that mark yet, but like yeah, like something like that, like a you, pad thai. You, like, you do the chopped peanuts and everything. Yep. Wow. Good for you, dude. Do you, you it, now? That's not with meat, or do you make it with chicken and shrimp? Uh, depending on like what they like. I like it with shrimp. Like I, shrimp is good. Okay. All right. So that's not really what I have. So that's like what you've been cooking for family. What's mm-hmm. the meal that people will just die for? Is that it? The pad thai, or what's the meal where somebody's gonna be like, wow? This fucking guy knows how to cook. Surprisingly enough, like I know it's not like um like a super like complicated thing, but cheeseburgers. Whoa. Yeah, I make really good cheeseburgers. Whoa, on the grill or, or on, in on a the pan? grill on a pan? I could do it anyway. Okay, the grill is kind of cheating because all burgers taste yeah. good on the grill. So yeah. you could you could do it in a pan. Yeah. Whoa, that's that's a big fucking claim, Basim. <laughs> you got some chick or some producer coming over and you think your burger is going to be that good that it's going to wow them? Uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> He's sticking to his guns, people. He's sticking to his guns. Okay, real quick. So tell me, what do you do? I, I only have a few more minutes, but what do you do when you cook this magnificent burger? Can you tell us or is it a secret you'll die with? No, nah, there's no secret. It's just like, Salt and pepper for anything like red meat. That's I feel like anything else overcomplicates it, especially for a burger. Because with a burger, like the rest of the flavor comes from the sauce you make. So like I like if it, I'm just doing like a quick sauce, it'll be something like ketchup, mayo, sriracha, like a what's it a pickled relish, uh, yellow mustard, like shit like that, and then like. I'll like uh, try making other sauces like on my own time just to see how it tastes. I'm like, oh, would that work? Or... Oh my god! So, so what do you you cook it then put the sauce on it? 
Yeah, like on the 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 bun. Oh my god, dude, that sounds. I'm so fucking hungry. I haven't eaten yet, dude. Wow. So you make your sauce because a lot of people don't make sauce when they when they eat burgers, but when they cook burgers, buddy, you know that, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> so is the sauce? Does it cook in the pan with the burger? No, it okay. doesn't have to. I mean, depending on what you're making, like if it's like um like a barbecue sauce, a barbecue sauce, like if you're making it from scratch, like it probably needs to like be cooked. I haven't made one. I'm just going off of videos I've seen acting like I know what I'm talking about. Mm. But for like the sauce I make, it like you don't really need to. No, I just meant to get the flavor into the burger or anything. You know, because, like, I've, I used to mix garlic with my burgers and all kinds mm -hmm. of stuff like that. But, um, so, what do you, what do you use in the pan? Nothing? You just, the, the, the burger little fat cooks oil. it? Huh? Uh, a little bit of oil. If it's, if it's 80-20, normally the, the fat in the burger will be enough. I love 80-20, uh, like, man. 80-20 mm -hmm. tastes fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, Go ahead. Like, if it's more lean... Like, I'll throw a little bit of, like, olive oil, avocado oil, just to, like, uh, grease it up so it doesn't stick. You know, those oils are oils that you're supposed to cook with a low temperature, right? Uh, no, they can go high, those oils. Oh, olive oil yeah, came, too? I thought yeah, olive oil yeah. was one of those ones you're really not supposed to fry stuff in. No, it has a high smoke point. Oh, so it can you can fry stuff in it? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Not like not like deep frying. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can uh, saute like, stuff with it. Okay. All right. Mm. All right. Wow. What about oh, okay, real quick, what about these air fryers? Have you tried them? Do you know about them? I know about them. I've never tried it. I'm just I'm not crazy about how the food looks when it comes out. Cuz like half of like half of the like fun with food is like how it's presented. Yeah. So if, like you're if you're making like French fries and they're coming out like paler than when you put them in, like that, okay. maybe that's a good way to like wean yourself off of like crappy food is just to make it not look pretty so you're not as <laughs> enticed to eat it. <laughs> I got them ugly fries waiting for me at home. I'm in no hurry. <laughs> all right. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah, man. I mean, that's. That's that's good. Like you're really into cooking, man. Dude, you should do yeah. a cooking show. <laughs> you should do a cooking podcast. I'm just saying. Yeah, that'd be fun. You see, yeah, dude. It's so it's it's never been easier to do a podcast, man. You seem yeah. like you're really into it. You're like my burger. I take the sriracha and the ketchup. I get mustard. <laughs> I go to the top of the mountain. I pick some cilantro. <laughs> <laughs> I come home, I chop it up, I make sure it's serrated. <laughs> All right, man. So listen, Basim, mm -hmm. thank you so much for coming on, dude. You, you have thank you, you for having plug, me. You want to plug anything? You want to plug your Instagram? Yeah, sure. Follow me on Instagram, uh, Basim Tanuzi. Uh, I'm doing a show on the 21st at Diddy's Soul Food and uh, and Lounge in Suffern, New York. Oh uh, yeah, come come out. It'll be a fun time. Yes, I'm on that show too. Um, I'm gonna produce this tomorrow, so it'll be plenty of time for people to come if they want. Um, mm -hmm. I'm gonna say anybody local. It's in Suffern. Mm -hmm. A lot of the shows I do um, are in like Jersey and stuff like that, or or Jersey City or the city. Um, mm -hmm. This is actually local. So if anybody wants to come out, it's a, it's a nice place and they have great. It's like an outdoor kind of thing, but they have great food. They have they really good homemade Jamaican style food, um, but it's a little fusion. And they got my son had like plantain and homemade plantain and sweet potato chips. They were so good, like not chips. I mean fries. Like they were cut into circles. Very very good. Mm -hmm. Very very good. So. All right, man. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to go tomorrow night. You're probably going to Diddy's, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm booked in the city, and then next week I think I'm booked too. I've been meaning to go by and say hi to Mel. Mm -hmm. I fucking miss Mel. Do me a favor. Tell him I said hi tomorrow, okay? Absolutely. All right, buddy. Listen, thanks again, man. You're the man. This was fun. It was a pleasure. 
All right. Thank dude. you for having me. I'll talk to you soon. Cheers. All right. Whoa, Basim Tanuzi, man. You know, I never really talked to him in depth before, but he's an interesting dude, man. I like him. He's awesome. So, uh, you know, he was kind of quiet when I first met him, but he's come out of his shell, man. And his comedy is good. And if you want to see me, Anthony Quinn, and Basim Tanuzi on the 21st at Diddy's in Suffren, please come out. Because I'm Anthony Quinn, and this has been Food Addict. Cheers.